I was having a conversation uh, with my parents this last week. This week's been kind of tough. Um, they have decided that they wanted to have a conversation. I think I, that this is how, at least how I interpreted it at first about why I haven't been vaccinated. They're having a really hard time understanding. And, uh, I, you know, thought I expressed myself. Okay. It was kind of, uh, you know, it was tense. It's a important topic. And, um, Honestly, this came up in the conversation. My family, I think we have collectively done a bad job of talking about difficult things to talk about for quite some time. And so, you know, that part of it was really nice. But the more the, the, so we talked for probably like an hour or two, maybe even. I'm not sure it was kind of, it was tense enough that like my sense of time is a little probably dilated around it. I don't know, but you know, I essentially laid out my reasons that I'm not vaccinated, which I think are completely reasonable. Manny, I don't want to hear that. Sorry. Um, and the, I don't know, like the, we talked about it. it essentially here's my deal. Um, I consider the vaccine program that the world is currently participating in. Um, it's essentially an experiment. And, uh, I think this is an important thing that a lot of people haven't probably even heard. I don't, I don't know that my family had ever even considered it that way, but this is the way I'm trained to think about the world. Like I, I have a master's degree in a science. It's not chemistry or physics. It's geology. Um, but you know, I spent three years plus almost exclusively like reading scientific papers about the way they used, you know, it created an experiment or went out and took samples of something and tested their hypothesis on how it was going to work. And this is how my mind is trained to think about things. And I think it's a really valuable thing in our society that gets, gets thrown around a lot. You know, you hear people say, trust the science, but then those people don't allow any dialogue about, you know, anything. They say the world's going to end in 20 years. If we don't do something, the science is settled. Don't listen to the people who tell you otherwise. The, you know, it's fine if that's what they think, that that's what they've concluded. Um, but to say, don't listen to people who 
just disagree is just not science. That's manipulating a narrative. And if you're powerful enough, you know, as a, as a group of people or as an individual, you can get away with that, I guess, apparently. So anyway, that's the main reason I'm not vaccinated. I consider this to be a experimental drug that we don't know the long-term implications of which is that there's no data about it it has literally existed what less than a year it's august 2021 you know so that being the case that that doesn't alone doesn't mean I would never take it. Um, I wanted to see how effective it was, what exactly its effects appeared to be and, uh, decide if it's risk is worth the reward. And I think that that is, um, not an unreasonable position. You know, and another thing that I had to point out is that everything's a, a trade-off. Like the decisions that you make are trade-offs. You, this is what opportunity cost is. The opportunity cost is the thing you could have done that you didn't do. You chose to go to work so you could own a house. You know, in order to do that, you gave up something else you could have done that day or those years or whatever in order to do that. And, you know, therefore you valued that outcome over another outcome, but, but there was a cost. There was an opportunity cost there. This is a very basic economic idea that, you know, if you only went to high school, you never heard. And if you went to college, you probably were too drunk to understand it at the time. But hopefully if you went to college, you at least took a basic economics course. I mean, that's if you go to college and don't take an economics course, I don't understand why you went to college. Like this is a very important subject to understand about the world in order to make sense of it. Anyway, rant about economics over. Um, (laughs) So my point was, this is a calculated risk. We are all calculating our risks. Now, some people don't realize they're even doing it, and some people are simply herded around by whatever propaganda they choose to follow and you know they hate all the right people that those people tell them to hate and they don't ever hear any other arguments that aren't curated by the group of whatever it is that they listen to and we're all included in that because you can't hear everything right but you can search out various opinions and listen to people there are literally like I don't even know, probably 
thousands of hours of podcasts a day produced by all kinds of people that have various opinions. Believe it or not, the world is not binary. You know, (laughs) party politics makes it seem like you only have two choices, but you have way more choices than that of who you're going to listen to and try to understand and maybe learn something from, or maybe teach something too. If you're talking, having a dialogue with them, anywho, back to the calculation. I'm not the healthiest 35 year old, but I do have a, a demonstrably strong immune system. I've literally can remember being sick enough to like, you know, say I had the flu one time in the last decade. And so I have confidence in my immune system to deal with this. And if you look at the numbers of people my age, there's not that big of a risk. Now I am overweight, um, significantly overweight, and that's a problem. I should not do that. I should be healthier and make better decisions in that way. Absolutely. I smoke cigarettes. That's really bad. That's probably the worst thing you can do to yourself. It's a different topic that we can talk about another time, but those are known risks. I I know what I'm risking doing what I do to my body in that way. The the vaccine is a completely unknown risk. Nobody knows what's going to happen in five years or 10 years or 30 years. And that's part of my calculation. Uh, If I, of course, if I stop killing myself with food and, and cigarettes, I could live to be 80 easily. Tons of people live to be 80. People are still working when they're 80. Sometimes it's amazing. We live in an incredible incredibly advanced culture um, that I am worried is ending itself. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I'm just trying to talk about it, trying to point out places we could do better um, and all that. But so the calculation is like, I have potentially 40 plus years left on my life. I don't want to participate in this new technology experiment that everyone seems so eager to join. Um, I just, I, I think that the risk of that is bigger for me than the risk of me having a very bad or deadly COVID, especially deadly. I mean, Which brings up the the strongest argument that they have is definitely that the hospitals in Oklahoma are having a hard time right now. And uh, that is terrible. I'm not. I think that they think I don't believe that or that I like don't care about that or I'm not concerned about that. I am concerned about that. 
I just don't think me taking the experimental virus that I think, or the experimental vaccine that I think it, nobody knows what's going to happen is not the risk to take. It's, it's I, I love how I'm being facetious. I find it interesting that whatever you want to call it, people on the left generally have a, what I think is a correct opinion that diversity is a good thing. It's something that they say that they think is a good thing, but in practice, they don't want to hear any diverse opinion. Don't you think if diversity is a good thing that at least hearing people with other opinions is a good thing. I, th I think it, I hope we can all agree on that. Um, yeah. So to continue, I don't, the whole conversation just, so I, I felt like it started out pretty good, but over the course of the week, this was Sunday afternoon that we talked. I thought it went okay. We didn't agree, but I thought we all heard each other out and things went pretty well. Um, And then they just started, kept sending me links to like articles about the hospitals. I'm like, I believe you. I, I don't, the, the hospital thing is not my responsibility. I don't have any control over that. What I can do is be responsible. I've been taking uh, good doses of vitamins on a regular basis. And, you know, I, I need to start exercising more and being more healthy. And, you know, I'm willing to give <laughs> quitting smoking a try again. But I've tried that so many times and it, you know, the state of the world always pushes me back to the nicotine that's, I mean, call it mental weakness. I think I'm allowed to have vices. I, I, I have a very disciplined mind in a lot of ways, but I do have an indulgence problem. I do have, um, a hard time because I'm an outsider in pretty much every situation the, the, the political atmosphere is so toxically po bipolar that I literally can't talk to anyone because, and, and, but I try and it usually ends up hurting me in some way. 
but I, I give it a try. When I feel like I have any sort of connection with people, I will open up and tell them my opinions and defend them to the best of my abilities. The problem is we usually start talking about something we agree about because there are things on the left and the right that I do agree with. But then inevitably a topic comes up where I'll disagree. And that's the, that's the litmus test. It's very rare that I find someone who I can disagree with and they can disagree back and we can just hear each other's opinions and continue talking. Like I, I've had, I can't tell you how many times I've been talking to someone that like I worked with on the oil rig or whatever, and we get along great. And, you know, I can be pretty agreeable if I'm, if we're just bullshitting around, like I'm not going to insert my opinion into every little thing, but then we'll start talking seriously about something and I'll have a point that they perceive as, Oh, he's on the other team and I can just see, I can feel it. I can feel it. And it, you know, this is, I'm talking about like 80 to 90, probably percent of people that this happens with. Eventually I will say something that they disagree with and that their entire attitude towards me changes instantly. Like, Oh, you're that other guy. You're the, you're on that other team. So, yeah, I mean, that's essentially why I have such a hard time quitting smoking because that just stresses me out, man. I don't, I don't understand why people can't just fucking talk about something and disagree with each other. This is not difficult, people. Anywho. Yeah, over the week, you know, we talked on Sunday and then there were like some articles sent in our family group text that I tried to read, but they were just so like mundane information that I already knew. And I'm just like, is this is the depth of your knowledge about this is hospitals hospitals full must take experimental drugs to make sure the hospitals aren't full people the, I don't think COVID is going anywhere. I, I, I haven't looked into this deeply, but I heard tangentially on a show I was watching recently that um, there's a some study that was done on coronaviruses in the like deer population, and they had data from before COVID and after COVID. And the person who I was listening to, I trust to be able to interpret scientific data very much so, was saying it looks like you know COVID nineteen is endemic in the deer population, which basically means it's probably in tons of different mammals 
And even if we could eradicate it from humans, we'd just catch it from animals again. And I don't think anybody wants to kill all the mammals so that we can get rid of COVID-19. So that ain't happening. We're going to have to live with this shit. And the good news is viruses tend to mute, like that are really bad at first, tend to mutate over time to become less deadly because that's the natural process of evolution for a virus like it doesn't want to kill its host it wants to live in its host and reproduce and you know every now and then maybe a really bad batch will will become uh something we need to try to combat you know maybe maybe it'll turn out that this mrna vaccine will cure cancer i don't know like i'm it's an experiment that's my only point like I've definitely heard people enthusiastically um, claiming that they think it could be could lead to a cure for cancer or like a treatment for cancer at least. That would be fucking awesome. I would love that. I that I'm not saying that it's some malice-filled like thing that people want to inject me with. Although it is fucking creepy when everyone I know who's vaccinated has to like run towards you and go, you must get the vaccine. You must get the vaccine. We want to inject you. Yo, if the vaccines are working, you're protected. It is your right to do that. I don't want to stop you from doing that. I just want to have a conversation about it. Why can't we do that?